I'm Justin Lesko, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu brown belt and former pro MMA fighter. So Dylan Dennis got arrested. First we saw his less than flattering mugshot. Then we were treated to cell phone footage of his arrest where he was looking pretty rough. Dylan Dennis may be the biggest disappointment in jiu-jitsu and unfortunately jiu-jitsu has a lot of disappointments. Like, what if you were buying new stuff from Epic Roll and then you realized you forgot to use the coupon code PODCAST15 to get a discount? Now that's disappointing. Geese, rash guards, shorts, joggers, t-shirts, everything you need, Epic Roll has you covered. And you can get a 15% discount on your order by using the coupon code PODCAST15 at EpicRollBJJ.com. Maybe if Dylan had on an Epic Roll t-shirt, that bleach blonde hair wouldn't have looked so terrible. I mean, I don't know. They're not magic shirts. Give Epic Roll a follow on Instagram at Epic Roll BJJ and use the coupon code podcast15 at epicrollbjj.com to get a 15% discount on your order. Let's look at what can get you down about jujitsu and we'll start with Dylan Dennis. Welcome to that jujitsu podcast. Believe it or not, Dylan was really, really, really good at purple and brown belt, and he won a lot of things. He won three world championships at brown and won his weight class in gi and won his weight class and the absolute in no gi. After that run at brown belt, Marcelo Garcia promoted him to black belt, and then that's when things started going a little sideways. BJJ Heroes has Dylan's record as 18 and 16. But in the lead up to Conor McGregor fighting Nate Diaz in the rematch at UFC 202, Conor brought in Dylan to help with his grappling, and this is where things got really off the rails. Dylan and Conor became friends, and Dylan obviously was trying to adopt Conor's whole look how rich I am shtick. Dylan just isn't as good at that as Conor is, and he just came off way cringy, and it was super obvious he wasn't being genuine, and he was just adopting this persona, a persona that did not suit him. People really started to turn on him, and he became sort of a meme for being just this clown in jiu-jitsu. It even got so bad that Marcelo Garcia suspended him from Marcelo's gym, which is saying a lot considering by all accounts Marcelo Garcia is like the nicest dude in the world. Dylan started to do really annoying weird stuff where he would claim to be the highest paid and best fighter on the Bellator roster. This was around the same time that Connor started talking about being a partner with the UFC. Dylan fought two times for Bellator and pretty much just crushed some cans and he hasn't fought since 2019. Almost every day on Twitter, Dylan is posting something crazy about how he could beat you know, some of the best guys in the world. I think he challenged Francis Ngannou at one point. He was also doing everything he could to get himself a boxing match with Jake Paul. And then when that didn't work out, he started trolling John Wayne Parr to do an MMA fight against him. And now he's gotten arrested. The dude was so good at purple belt and brown belt. And he actually had like a six or seven fight win streak at Black Belt. And, and now he's just a joke and sort of a cautionary tale. He's a guy who never competes, but loves to get on Twitter and talk shit to everybody. And he's basically just a keyboard warrior at this point. Just a waste of good talent. And it's a disappointment for sure. But Jiu-Jitsu as a whole can be full of disappointments. Not all of them involve a giant douchebag embarrassing himself. 
So let me set the stage for you. You've been training really, really, really hard. You've had good results at tournaments. You feel like you're getting better. It's promotion day and all the people you expect to get promoted do. All your friends get new belts. You thought you were a shoe in for a promotion and then nothing. It can be very disappointing to not get promoted when you really, really thought you deserved it or maybe you were expecting it. But obviously there is a reason you weren't promoted and honestly, it's not a bad thing to ask your professor why, but it's, it's all in the way you ask. If you come out and say, hey, why didn't I get promoted today? It's kind of a no, no, don't do that. But if you say, what do I need to work on to get better? Or what do you think I'm lacking in my game? It can be a very positive thing. You'll get honest feedback about what you're lacking and you'll know what it is that you didn't know you need to improve. Another big disappointment is just losing. If you're going to compete and you're gonna train super hard and you're gonna take the tournament super seriously, if you show up and you get a bad result, it can be really, really disappointing and really discouraging. Losing is the absolute worst. It can be a net positive, but it sucks. On the day, it sucks. I am a very, very, very competitive person and it really bothers me to lose. But I try to look at what happened and why and how I can prevent it from happening again. It's okay to lose as long as it can make you better. You can be disappointed, just don't be bitter and don't let it ruin your whole life. Speaking of tournaments, there is nothing more disappointing than working super hard for a tournament than you show up on the day and there's no one in your bracket. Or I would argue worse, there's only one or two people in your bracket. At least if there was zero, they would probably give you a new bracket and you would get a bunch of matches because they'd move you up in weight or they'd move you down in age division. If there's two people, you're probably getting two matches only and then no matter what, you're done and you're guaranteed a bronze medal at that point, so you'll have to tell people you won bronze even if you lost both of your matches and you'll feel like a liar because technically you did get a medal, but you won zero matches. I mean, it's not your fault, that's just who is there, but I hate to have to post like, oh, I came in third today, and then someone says, out of how many, and then you have to say three. Fortunately, with more and more tournaments adopting Smooth Comp, this doesn't happen as often. Smooth Comp is great because it lets you register for the tournament ahead of time and see who else is in your bracket. That way you know before you turn up on the day how many people you have in your division. But it can also work the other way too. Because you can see in real time who's signed up for a specific division, there might only be one person currently registered, so you might not sign up because you think, oh, there's only one other person, it's not worth my time. But maybe 10 other people did the same thing you did, and if you had all signed up, it would have been full. You just can't win sometimes. It's not even just at tournaments. Imagine you drive to the academy after work, looking to get in hard rounds with your best buds. You're gonna go super hard tonight, and you're not gonna roll with anyone lower than a black belt. You can't wait to get demolished and leave there absolutely worked over because it's going to be one of those super hard do or die sessions that you know is just going to make you so much better. You show up and no one is there but brand new white belts. Maybe a blue belt or two. You're going to get rolls and you're going to have fun but your super intense training session that you thought you were going to have is out the window. It's super disappointing. Everyone has their favorite training partners. You know you do. 
When I say who is your favorite rolling partner, someone just popped into your head. If you think they're going to be there and they're not, it's like getting stood up on a blind date. But fortunately, that's never happened to me. Totally never. As a fan, it can be very disappointing if there was a fight or a match that you were really, really, really looking forward to and then it gets canceled. Or maybe it gets canceled like five times over. I'm looking at you, Khabib and Tony Ferguson. It's hard getting excited for stuff that just doesn't happen. Or it might actually happen and it turns into the worst match or the worst fight you've ever seen and you've been building it up in your head for so long that it's a real disappointment when the fight sucks. I'm looking at you, Francis Ngannou and Derek Lewis. Back to competing. I think a fear of disappointing others often prevents a lot of people from competing. I know that sometimes people are afraid that if they compete and they don't win, their coaches or teammates will be disappointed in them. But think about it this way. When was the last time that one of your friends competed and lost and you felt disappointed in them? Fucking never, right? That's exactly how they feel about you. Nobody cares if you lose. They want you to win. They want you to succeed. But if you lose, no one cares. You will be the person most upset if you lose. Go out and compete and don't worry about others being disappointed. I guess what we learned today is that disappointment can be a big part of your jujitsu life, but only if you let it. Oh, and we also learned don't bleach your hair blonde and don't get arrested. I guess don't bleach your hair blonde before you get arrested. I guess basically also just don't do anything that Dylan Danis does. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to check out Epic Roll and get 15% off at epicrollbjj.com with the coupon code podcast15. Give them a follow on Instagram as well at epicrollbjj. If you did enjoy this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe on whatever app you use to listen to the show. It is such a big help and I really appreciate it. Since you're helping already, why not share this episode with your friends? They might be disappointed if you don't. Thanks, everyone. I'll see you in the next episode.